It's the Edinburgh Man Podcast. It's podcast number 129. I'm sitting back at my normal podcasting station, the one I used to normally do at um, ages ago. Because the last few weeks, I've done something crazy. Like, I've done the podcast while I've been, uh, you know, on the... Um, on the iPad or something mental like that or, or on the Raspberry Pi which we did it was broadcast last week anyway now I'm back to the regular one um, which has kind of made me a little bit nervous actually it feels like I haven't done it in a while and already my laptop is annoying me by making the hairdryer noise which you probably can't hear but it really puts me off um, so yeah anyway uh, let's get on and play some music here that's what you really want to listen to I've also got a beer it's a beer versus records Barney's beer by Song by Toad and it's a magic eye red rye so we should be I was going to say we should be opening it live on air later on but you know what I'm going to open it now and then uh, ah, there we go <laughs> then I can drink it uh, during the first song this is Boot Group and Year of the Cat at least it will be it starts quiet this one doesn't it And the language it spits will come on
Edward Gripen here, the cat, and you're listening to the Edinburgh Man podcast at Podcast No. It's just, what is that? EdinburghMan.com. That's it. The difficult web address. Yeah. On the Twitter, um, somebody tweeted at me. Uh, Lisa Rogan says, Splendid, in response to the Book Group Band. Yeah, it's a great track, isn't it? It's off their new EP, um, which is called Homeward Sound. And uh, I'll give you some information about it. I did think um, that they, they did say to me uh, that they were going to sneak preview another track from the EP. That track was uh, previewed on their Bandcamp page uh, a couple of weeks ago. They, they said they were going to do one uh, tomorrow. But I just look at their Bandcamp page now and see that they've got a second track up there. So you can stream two tracks from the four track EP uh, Homewood Sound if you go to bookgroup.bandcamp.com it's out on the 18th of May uh, they used to be called The Bad Books but apparently I think there was another band called The Bad Books uh, who had uh, been going for a while so I guess it was only a decent thing to change the name um, yeah and, and it's coming out on 10 inch vinyl I do love 10 inch vinyl and I'll tell you if I can find quickly if I can find through all the little tabs and stuff that I've got open here that's probably why my laptop makes such a noise I have like so many tabs open I've got one for every track I'm playing uh, plus a couple of extra ones for luck Anyway, the uh, EP launch is in Edinburgh on the 18th of May. It's at Pilrigs and Pauls, uh, which is just off Leith Walk. I think, uh, and, uh, did I say 18th of May? Yes, 18th of May. Um, it says that there's 323 people going. Uh, can you get 323 people? I think it's one of those Facebook things, isn't it, where people say they're going to go and they don't. I kind of use that. I, I must admit I do that uh, myself. I sort of uh, just just accept anything that comes along uh, because at least then it's in your calendar and then you, so you won't forget about it. Whereas if, you, if you're honest about it and say you're not going to go or you're not quite sure, then it doesn't really... Yeah, you don't know. So anyway, I ramble. Pellworks and Pulse is where I saw... Um, uh, Michael Morrison, who used to be in uh, Come On Gang, is now one of the guys in the boot group. Uh, and I saw the Come On Gang uh, farewell gig, which I've said before at uh, Pilrig St. Paul's. It's a great venue. Uh, it is uh, bring your own uh, alcohol, so it can get kind of messy. And uh, it's also a bring your own PA system, because obviously they don't have a PA system, and it was damn loud, that one. So I'm definitely... My tinnitus is getting a bit better, actually, I noticed uh, the other day, which is good news. Um, so but I'll definitely remember to take my earplugs along and... Uh, yeah, and if you're in Edinburgh, you probably shouldn't be listening live to the podcast tonight because um, uh, Ross and John is doing an interesting looking gig at the, Sto- the Scottish Tourist Storytelling Centre, sorry, which you should probably be along to. And I would be along to uh, if it wasn't for the fact I'm a lazy bugger and I can't really be bothered tonight. I've just kind of, um, it was record store day at the weekend and it's kind of broken me a little bit. I was actually a bit ill. Um, I had some cold, didn't I? It was all croaky throat. I always seem to have a croaky throat and a cold. Um, but yeah, so Record Store Day sort of took it out of me a little bit. And uh, Edinburgh Man Jr., he slept at weird times, probably because we were carting around in record shops. Um, so that kind of all was a little bit uh, of a kerfuffle. Uh, but one of the things I did buy, uh, which I didn't even buy from a record shop, I bought from uh, an off-license and Morningside. If you, uh, I don't know if there's still got any left, it's the uh, song by Toad. Uh, beer versus records I rambled on about this last week but there's uh, four bottles of beer uh, each for the four bands that are on the current split AP uh, that Song by Toad released for Record Study and um, yeah so Barney's Beer Microbrewery has done a themed beer uh, for each of the ones I'm drinking the Magic Eye Red Rye uh, which is very nice actually I think it's probably the best of the four um, and I've saved it for last but anyway I went to the um, Vino Wine Merchant so if you're in uh, anywhere near the vicinity of Morningside and there's a few other uh, Vino, mine, mine, sorry, Vino Wine Merchants around Edinburgh uh, and I'm pretty sure they've got them as well so I recommend uh, if you are anywhere near one of those it's £12 for four beers which is somewhat expensive that's pub prices really isn't it that's not off licence prices <clears throat> But you do get a download code uh, for eight tracks, too, by each of the bands. I'm not actually going to play a track by Magic Eye uh, on the podcast, but I may play a track from that Beer vs. Records, uh, from the four-pack uh, EP. 
if that's what it's called, and I play a Z Penguin track. I found, well, I, well, I've got it in the playlist for tonight, and uh, I do have more more stuff in the playlist uh, that I'm going to play, so uh, some things will fall by the wayside, but I'm pretty sure the Z Penguin one uh, will stay. But anyway, tonight, yeah, so there's a gig tonight, and tomorrow night is Musso, and uh, with a hand, I think. It was a tantrum with a hand. Uh, and then on Saturday night, it's low. I'm gonna, go, I'm definitely going to go see low. I've got my ticket. I can see it right up there. £19.50. £19.50. Um, yeah, that's through in Glasgow. So, I, you know, that kind of takes it out of me a little bit as well, getting the whole train through to Glasgow. Well, I think it's an early finish, uh, the low one. So, um, so that's all right, isn't it, for an old fat like me? <sighs> anyway, um, let's play music. That's all what it's all about. Yeah, sorry. It's, if you want to tweet at me, you can tweet at me, Edward underscore man. I reckon it's working uh, because, like I say, Rogan Lisa, Rogan underscore Lisa uh, tweeted at me. So I guess it's working. I've just realised, actually, you can probably iMessage me if you really care about it. You can probably iMessage me at podcast at edinburghman.com. Um, I don't know if that works. I think I've only ever had one iMessage uh, sent to podcast at edinburghman.com. But if you want to do such a thing, I mean, I don't know why you'd want to do such a thing, but it's free, I suppose. That might be the only reason why you want to do such a thing. Anyway, you can put me off uh, by sort of sending me texts in inappropriate times. Uh, just during the podcast. I don't want to get texts in inappropriate times during the middle of the night or anything. Just let me make that clear. Uh, this is Extra Feeler and Sidewalk Crawling. <laughs> Ended a little bit more abruptly than I thought. It's got another three seconds to go, but it was it all of a sudden stopped uh, before the end. No, they should have trimmed that MP3 file. That's uh, where did I say it was. It's extra feeler. If you go to extrafeeler.bandcamp, uh, you can get it there. You can also it's uh, eight track. Is it an EP or is it an album? An eight track. I think it's probably uh, well, they're quite short. I think we'd say a mini album. Let's say that it's also available on Dead Broke Records or Dead Broke Records. Spell R E K E. RDS. If you go to deadbrookrecords.bandcap.com, uh, you can get it there as well. Uh, and it's the name of your pricey thing, and they're from New York, and the record uh, label seems to be run out of uh, Long Island. So there you go. I'm, but sorry, I'm trying to do about three different things at once, one of which is, is drinking that beer, so I'm kind of getting a little bit distracted. Anyway, the EP uh, or, or album or mini-album, whatever you want to call it, is uh, brilliant. I really enjoy it. And uh, yeah, it just came out... Um, 
20th of April, so that's like five days ago. Yeah, I don't know if it's available in a physical format. I think it's only available in a digital format, but that doesn't matter because the music sounds great anyway. Um, yeah, I should... Uh, so, Record Store Day, okay, it took it out of me a little bit, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what we did. We went to... Um, went to Avalanche Records in the morning, which is in the grass market. I got most of the stuff that I was interested in getting. Um, and, uh, yeah, even the beta band um, EPs, I don't think they actually sold out of them until um, sometime on the Sunday. Uh, but I got the first beta band EP. I didn't bother getting them all. Uh, £12 or something like that. So I just sort of paced myself a little bit. I say paced myself. I still spent a stupid amount of money. I'm a bit of a sucker, but I think I came away with some, um, some cool stuff. I love the Daniel Johnson album, Space Ducks. Um, that's great as well. Edinburgh Man Jr. really likes it. He points at it, points at it and says, quack. Um, so that I reckon that's a... And, and he liked the music as well. So that's a... It was a big thumbs up from Edinburgh Man Jr. What else to get? There was a Darren Heyman and a Herman June 10 inches. And uh, yeah, there was something else as well. I got the uh, Scepter Session sort of demo thing of the Velvet Underground first album. Uh, and I got a Blind Willie McTell album. Well, I didn't get that on... The, I got that on the Monday. Um, I didn't realise there was there was one out. It's the first of a four series in chronological order. It's a really nerdy thing, isn't it? It's in association with it's Third Man Records, but I think it's also um, in association with Document Records, which I might be wrong, but I thought they were a Scottish-based record label. Um, anyway, they're, they're, whatever, 1928 or something, was uh, one of the tracks on there, I think it was. Uh, that looks great as well. I haven't listened to that one yet. Um, so I'll have to get that. So yeah, I'm working my way. And I got a low EP as well, low on the Dirty Three. Uh, and that song by Toad Split and the beer and all that. So it was great. But then after we went to... That was great, wasn't it? I read out my shopping list of records. Then I popped into Coda, which is at the top of the mound on the way down uh, towards Stockbridge, which is where Voxbox is. But anyway, I popped into Coda. They've got a vinyl room at the back, uh, which is new. And it's, it's brilliant. I mean, Coda is primarily, or at least it used to be, uh, mostly folk music, but I think they're kind of branching out intentionally, so into different genres. But the back room, the vinyl room, uh, yeah, is not just folk, and it's a great eclectic mix of music. They had some great record story stuff in there, uh, including that Daniel Johnson album. But also they had, um, yeah, they had loads of great stuff. So I'm definitely going to uh, pay that a visit. And then we wandered all the way down. Did we wander down or get the bus? I think we wandered down to Stockbridge and Voxbox Records, where um, we saw Drew from, uh, well, rather Wounded Knee who is Drew, and uh, playing on the steps of Foxbox. It was great, and Roman Jr. really enjoyed it as well. And uh, Drew does a thing where he has a sort of bag of ping-pong balls with numbers written on them, uh, and you have to pull a song, uh, pull a ball out of what he calls his ball bag, uh, which I won't bother going to the Scottish um, slang and try and explain that, but I think you could probably figure out what it's all about. Anyway, you have to pull a, a number of his ball bag, and then he looks up his notebook and uh, finds out what song it is and plays it. Uh, so Edinburgh Man Jr., um, he, he had a look into the ball bag, uh, but he didn't really like the look of the ping pong ball, so I picked out um, picked out one for him on his behalf. Uh, but he, see, he really enjoyed it, which was great. He particularly liked uh, the Fleetwood Mac cover. Um, that went down quite well. And also um, Drew, uh, from uh, he's, uh, one of the tracks that got pulled out of the ball bag was... Um, uh, was the one that he slags off the BMP, and by slagging off, I mean swearing about him. Obviously, they're, you're going to slag them off because they're uh, quite reprehensible people. But anyway, the uh, yeah, so uh, there was um, lots of swearing was being shared in the sing-along section in the middle of St Stephen Street, in front of Stockbridge, which I think probably freaked out some locals. But uh, you know, that's fair enough. Anyway, it was a great, it was a great day. That was all before lunch, so um, yeah, that was a hectic day. Uh, so I was worn out after that, and then um, yeah. I can't remember, there was something interesting I was going to say, although maybe just that I was thinking, I got distracted, this, um, as I sit here and podcast to you, and, and ramble when I really should be playing music, 
um, things pop into my head that happened during the week. And I just had a vision in my head of Ember Manjinia coming towards me holding a toilet brush aloft, which he did yesterday morning, which kind of freaked me out a little bit. So much so that I'm kind of, I have this indelibly stained on my mind. On, on my mind. Anyway, I'm going to play a track from an EP called the Josephine EP. It's by a little orchestra. They're an indie pop. I'm going to read this bit out, by the way. They're an indie pop orchestra led by Monster Bobby of the Pipettes. Uh, in 2010, they play a variety of instruments, including violin, viola, bassoon, clarinet and flute. And they also um, have worked with people such as Darren Heyman. Uh, and uh, this uh, next track, uh, which I'm sorry, the, g- <laughs> the guy who sings in this next track, it's Gordon McIntyre from Ball Boy. Uh, this is East Coast by a little orchestra. <laughs> Straight white line through the East Coast night A voice on the telephone An old man passes from us Let's get these bodies home The coastal road splits the morning air Takes the salt out of the waves Hold my hand, kiss me Before we run out of days And if I pass away from you Throw me to the sea Don't look back at the darkened ways That take me underneath An old man at the end of all the things he's done and seen no man at the end of the sea Half the world is on its knees Waiting for the light The other half is tooled up Spoiling for a fight And the east coast night And the summer haze Is all you'll ever need Young men rise, old men fall, but never really leave. And if I pass away from you, throw me to the sea. Turn your back on the darkened waves that rise up to claim me. A straight white line through the east coast night. In the early summer haze An old man and his grandson Have a parting of the ways If I pass away from you Throw me to the sea Don't look back at the rising waves That take me underneath that's a little orchestra from the Josephina EP featuring vocals from Gordon McIntyre. A ball boy, that's East Coast. And if you go to a littleorchestra.bandcamp.com, uh, you can get it there. It's uh, a three-track EP on 7-inch uh, vinyl. And it's, um, let me see, there's a little picture. I need to click on it and see what colour it is. It's chocolate colour. Excellent, a chocolate coloured 7-inch vinyl. Can't say fairer than that. It's only £5 as well, so that's pretty good going. Um, so I recommend, you know, I think I might get myself a copy. I'm not going to do it right now because that wouldn't be very interesting. Wouldn't be me typing in my uh, PayPal details or whatever to Bandcamp while I'm doing the podcast. Or maybe, pardon me, oh, that's the magic eye red rye. I, no, my goodness, it's quite fizzy. I took a massive gulp, actually. It's really good. I recommend it. I suspect 
it's probably a regular Barney's beer that's been rebadged. This is a magic I read, right? I mean, maybe that's cynical of me. It does say this copper coloured ale with a crisp toffee apple and fruity... Uh, sorry, I, I, this, I'll start again, shall I? It's obviously taking effect. It's 4.5%. This copper coloured ale with a crisp toffee apple and fruity taste is made from two types of rye malt and German... Oh, sorry, and German melanoid malls and is paired with the dreamy shimmering guitar pop of Edinburgh's Magic Eye. And this is barneysbeer.com. Uh, yeah, it's good. I recommend it. Um, uh, yeah, let's play some music. I was going to say something exciting, wasn't I? And uh, I, the next track I'm going to play, actually, is... Uh, actually, there's a couple of tracks. Obviously, there's the boot group track that I played at the start of the podcast, and there's this track, and then there's the next track that I'm going to play. All from Scottish-based uh, people that I've never... I've not really embarrassingly so. I've not got around to... Um, playing on the podcast at least the bigger one I did actually have listened to the EP um, a couple of weeks ago when I got sent through in the power of email but the next two bands um, I've seen people blog about it I've seen bits about them and I haven't really got around uh, to listening to them embarrassingly so until this week uh, but I'm going to try and res- um, fix that by playing some tracks from it and anyway the reason why I mentioned the, the rambling thing I'm thinking about is I'm going to play a track by and uh, let me try and get this right the Ramasco Mackie Mackie Rocking Horse Obviously, uh, they're on TV tonight at 10 p.m. If you're in Scotland on BBC Alba, which is a Gaelic BBC TV station, uh, yeah, it's on uh, Sky 143, Freeview 8, and Freesat 110. I've just got a new uh, Freeview box, by the way. This is something that I've discovered. Um, uh, if you're outside the UK, Freeview is like a sort of terrestrial-based digital TV service uh, that's for cheapskates such as myself. But anyway, I've got a new Freeview box. Um, and the reason why is I used to have one that uh, was a was a computer that I built that would record with like multiple channels at once and have loads and loads of stuff on it. This is something I've discovered having a small child is I no longer have any time <laughs> to do things like um, maintain little bits of technology and stuff. So I just had to go out and buy something uh, that you can get off the shelf instead. So I've got a new one. Um, so yeah, and it's HD and stuff, which the old one was. Well, the old one was, wasn't it? It just was a bit of a pain. Uh, but anyway... Um, I ramble, but it means I'll, I'll maybe get to try it. I only plugged it, I wired it all up last night and then I just went to bed without really trying it. So maybe tonight, it's 10 pm, I'll try it and I'll watch uh, I'll watch the Ramasco Maki Maki Rocking Horse on BBC Alba. Why not just play the track and stop rambling? This is called Danger Danger.
memory. That's Mad Nurse and Violent Dreams, and that's from the Rip EP. And uh, I think they're named after a ZX Spectrum game, if my memory is serving me correctly. Um, I'm sure there was a ZX Spectrum game called Mad Nurse. It might not just be for the Spectrum, uh, but that was uh, my computer that I uh, used to play with when in my, in my formative years, um, back when uh, computers were small and you plugged them into black and white TVs. Um, anyway, I mean, computers are still small, right? But I mean, they're not like big towers. I don't know. And then before that, you heard Danger Danger by... The Remote School Maki Maki Rocking Horse. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm belching my way through the podcast because of this beer. I'm kind of pacing myself now. I want to kind of make it last until the end because I don't really, I'm not going to be able to go up and get another one. In fact, I'm not going to be able to get another one because that's the last one. The Remisco Maki Maki Rocking Horse uh, you can get if you go to Remisco. I think it's actually on iTunes as well, but there'll be links as ever at edmerman.com where you can get these things. And both bands, uh, yeah, bands that I've heard people tweet about or blog about or whatever uh, uh, from Scotland and uh, yeah I've never got around to listen to the Voragers but I really like those two tracks um, so yeah I thought I'd play them on the podcast why not and also um, they were sitting in my uh, SoundCloud inbox and have been there for a few weeks I think the uh, Romisco Maggie Maggie Rocking Horse track came out sometime in uh, March or something like that but uh, I don't know why I do this I have on, on the website in Roman.com, I have a place where you can submit music to the podcast and it's a link to SoundCloud and I don't quite know why I've still got it up there because it's the most god-awful thing I hate it and, and I, I don't really underst- understand it I get things popping up little people uh, little people <laughs> uh, people when they post tracks they put little messages on the bottom and the little message appears underneath the track but then I don't know how to sort of reply to it and if indeed I can reply to that message so um, if if you ever have sent me music uh, to SoundCloud and I never played it and I never got back to you, I, I never played it. It probably meant that I didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't a massive fan of it. Please don't take that as an as a, a, take any offence, uh, because um, obviously people like different things. And uh, but the other reason might be that I just couldn't figure out how to how to reply to you, which is probably more likely. Um, yeah, so apologies uh, for that. I'm going to play. I've got three more tracks to play, and uh, I'm going to play a track from that. Um, Beer versus Records uh, split EP that somewhere would have put out. Uh, yeah, the whole concept of it is, is a split album, a 12 inch album. Uh, this is the second one in the series that he's done where there's four different bands and there's um, whatever, the, the, the two tracks or three tracks on the on the album or from each band. Uh, yeah, an equal number or an equal number in terms of time, something like that. It's quite an interesting concept, although I'm not entirely sold on it, I have to admit. I think I would prefer to have a 12 inch single. Um, that was just the session for the individual band because it is the toured sessions that he records in uh, in his flat um, in uh, wonderful Edinburgh's wonderful Stock Bridge. But anyway, the, yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's interesting. I think I'd maybe, like I say, I'd maybe prefer maybe there's probably a reason why I suppose in the, a lot of the bands, um, most of the bands on there are, are unsigned, other than the fact that they're going to appear on this split album. So perhaps um, it gives them more exposure if they've share the album with other people and I suppose it's probably a money thing as well which means it's cheaper to put it all onto a single album than to try and put in four albums um, some of which may, may, may sell different amounts than others but I, you know I kind of I did like the old uh, Peel sessions that you used to get way back in the 80s when it was just a 12 inch single and it had all the tracks uh, from the Peel sessions on it but yeah quite sort of would like something like that anyway I ramble I'm going to play a track from it this is Ed Penguin it may be a track I've played on the podcast before uh, but certainly I wouldn't have played this version before this is from the Beer vs. Records EP on Song by Toad you get it when you buy the bottles of beer and you may still like I say if you go to Vino Wine Merchants somewhere in Edinburgh I know there's one uh, in Morningside on Collington Road if you just go sort of to Morningside Station and then sort of head south a little bit it's not far from there they certainly had quite a few when I went in on Saturday um, so hopefully they've got some left you get a 12 inch sorry you get um 
four bottles of beer, and they're all really good, actually. Uh, you get four bottles. I don't know why I say this was surprised. Four bottles of micro-brewed beer and a download code uh, for the album, and this track is one of the tracks. This is Zed Penguin and the Letters. Letters lost in dark fog on evenings at funerals. 
That's the letters by Zed Penguin, and that's from the song by Toad Beer vs. Records, a full pack of beer. The beer is very tasty, uh, as is the music, and it's uh, twelve or pounds. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, oh, you could buy it from and then read out a Bandcamp address. You can't, you can't buy beer on the internet. Apparently, uh, maybe in some, my goodness, maybe in some future time, you'll be able to buy beer on the internet. I do this thing sometimes, which I know you really shouldn't, um, where I, where I kind of uh, look at my uh, son, Enraman Junior's age. And I do those calculations that you always do, such as that if he was the age, <laughs> you shouldn't I shouldn't do these things. It freaks you out. If if he if when he's the same age as his grandfather is right now, that's Doctor Nick's um, sort of great grandfather, Doctor Nick's grandfather. When he's the same age as he is now, it will be the year twenty one hundred, which is freaky. Um, but yeah, and then I kind of did one where it's like, oh, when he's going to be in his fifties, then it'll be the hundredth anniversary of Sergeant Pepper. Or maybe it's only in his forties or something. I remember. Uh, listening to Radio 1 when it was the 20th anniversary of Sgt. Pepper. Anyway, I don't quite know why Why, why did I get onto that subject. How did, oh yes, about the possibility of um, getting internet, or getting sort of beer on the internet in the future. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a time when you'll be able to do that, but I suspect neither myself or Edmund Manginio would live to see it, but uh, still it's a nice to dream of, isn't it? Uh, anyway, that was a ramble and a half. I've got too much tracks to play on the podcast. I'm going to play two more tracks that are sort of from uh, records that I bought on Record Store Day as well. I thought from uh, the bluesiness of Zed Penguin, I should go straight into something else bluesy. But then I then I forgot, and then I, I rambled instead. Um, it's a track I've played in the podcast before. It's from an EP, an album that I didn't get. I got on the Monday, I think it was, um, that uh, Avalanche Records, Kev Avalanche, tweeted, uh, or rather posted on his blog to say what records that he still had left after record study. And one of them was... Uh, was Blind Willie McTell, Volume 1, The Complete Recorded Works in Chronological Order, October 18, 1927 to November uh, 1929. Uh, so, and, uh, sorry, oh, sorry, October 18th, 1927 to November 29th, 1929. Uh, so I went, uh, yeah, I thought I had to get that, really, because Blind Willie, Blind Willie McTell's um, pretty much magnificent. It's from 1928, the track that I'm going to play. And like I say, I think I've played it on the podcast before. And I think at the time... We said something like that because of the age that it was, that it was in the public domain, at least in the UK. Um, that may or may not be true, but you can download it for free if you go to archive.org. There'll be links um, on the old podcast at edmundman.com if you look up uh, podcast number 129. Uh, this is on the album, but it's one of the albums I haven't still haven't got learning to listening to from my record state purchase. It's still in the plastic, actually. Um, yeah, but I, I will, obviously, definitely. I will get around to listening to it. Um, just, uh, just you know, give me a chance. Anyway, this is Blaine Willie Wattell, Statesboro Blues. Mighty mean woman, you mean this away. 
Days for Blues, absolutely magnificent. And if my ma- if my maths is correct, it's like eighty five years old, or something like that. So I guess when Edinburgh Junior is eighty five, uh, well, that's going to be uh, yeah, one hundred ninety, isn't it? Obviously, that's that's easy. That's easy. That's easy. That's I could get that maths right. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. Anyway, I play that um, because, like I say, I picked up an album on Record Store Day, which is released on Third Man Recordings uh, or Third Man Records, is it? Uh, and it's called, let me see if I can find it, because it's a big long name, Volume 1, uh, The Complete Recorded Works, or uh, it's like uh, the best of, uh, no, whatever, Blind Willie McDowell, Volume 1, The Complete Recorded Works, in chronolo- chronological order, uh, from October 18, 27 to November 29, I didn't really need to read all that back out again, did I? Uh, it's the first of four as well, so have, have I now committed to buying all the rest of them? On the back, it's got a little sort of, uh, the 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 design on the back sort of shows shows that it is one of four so it kind of it's the sort of thing that if you don't uh, if you don't get it um, then yeah it's gonna it's gonna line up probably it's not very good anyway I ramble on the Twitter I'm, I'm, I'm a bit slack actually I haven't really been tweeting uh, during the podcast today because I didn't get all the tweets all ready to cut and paste so I've been manually typing them out and then I kind of got a little distracted Sometimes I haven't, but uh, what travels fast says tune in a bit late, uh, but listening now. You, you might think that sounds like she was really late, but actually, that was about half an hour ago that she said that. And also, a little orchestra um, whose tag is Orchestra Little say hurrah in response to the fact that I played them on the podcast. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much for sending me the track. It's brilliant. And uh, yeah, the EP looks fantastic as well. I've got one more try to play. Um, it's six minutes and 44 seconds long. Normally, what I would do is I would just play it. And then uh, not come back at the end, but I'm gonna. Well, I'm just gonna walk out of the room. And I did that once before, which I've said before, hasn't I? I played a track by Eagle Owl that was eight minutes long, and then I had to go and pick up Doctor Nick from Tap. Uh, so I just left it playing, and then uh, legged it and got in the car and drove down and listened to it on the iPhone just to make sure it would still work. I'm not quite sure what I would have done if it didn't work, because obviously I, I suppose I could have tweeted about it to say, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm two miles away from the microphone and I can't fix it," but. Yeah, anyway, I'm going to play a track by Low. Uh, this is, um, I got the Low and the Day 3 album, uh, the, sorry, the Low and the Day 3 EP, which is a re-release of a session EP that came out, I think, in 2001 or something like that. Um, it's a fantastic EP and it's on gold vinyl. It's actually on, it looks like proper gold vinyl. You know how sometimes when you get gold vinyl, it's like transparent yellow or something. This is actually proper gold vinyl. Unfortunately, 
sounds a bit crap um, but you know <laughs> it's a bit crackly fair enough I sort of um, I have a little program on the computer which can uh, sort of um, uh, you can plug it in and record your vinyl and then you type in the name of the track and it figures out from the internet and it sort of works out the track endings and stuff like that and it can save it out as mp3 so I did that and put it into iTunes because I've got the iTunes match thing it just went and matched it all so it doesn't come with a download code but now I've got all the digitally versions I kind of felt a little bit guilty about that but uh, yeah like I say it was all crackly so fair enough anyway I'm not going to play the version from the EP uh, because you know I'm a big sucker for the um, live music archive and there's loads of low gigs on there that sound fantastic um, I realise that some people uh, uh, possibly don't like sort of, um, uh, is this a soundboard recording or an audience recording, I'm not really sure but I know some people object um, when I play audience recordings, well you're wrong uh, and I'm right, this is Low and Lordy uh, from Spaceland in uh, 2004 ages ago and it's absolutely fantastic and it's getting me really excited about seeing them on Saturday night this is uh, this is Low. Thank you. 
That's Low and Lordy, and that's from uh, Live at Spaceland, which is, uh, yeah, on the 24th, sorry, 27th of uh, February 2004 in LA. And uh, it's brilliant. It's a, great, it's a great game, actually, but I'll tell you, the spoiler is that that's, a, that's by far the standout track. Uh, and it's also featured in the Low and uh, the Day 3, uh, what is it, in the Fish Tank EP, which I got on Record Store Day. On Gold Vinyl, even if the Gold Vinyl does make it a little bit crackly. But boy, that's wonderful, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them on uh, Saturday night in Glasgow though I've got to get the train through to Glasgow you know so that's a little bit of a pain in the ass and also it's the classic grand which we saw them about before and uh, it was great the audience just like the audience in that recording completely quiet um, but then all you could hear was uh, the guy filling drinks with uh, ice cubes and tolling up the till which is a little bit annoying I can't believe I managed to make my uh, magic eye red eye red eye which I've just finished last almost an hour um, that's rather pathetic, isn't it? But at least I meant enough to go up and get a beer. On today's podcast, podcast number 129, turned out to be a bit longer than normal, almost an hour long. You had uh, Boot Group and Year of the Cat, and that's from their EP, Homeward Sound, uh, which comes out on, what was it? This is from memory, the 18th of May. Um, if you go to bootgroup.bandcamp.com, uh, more info there. And then um, uh, I played Extra Feeler and Sidewalk Crawling, and that's from their Queen for a Day uh, album, mini-album EP. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, and then I played... Um, a little orchestra everything I'm playing on the podcast by the way if you go to edinburghman.com look up the uh, information the show notes as they call them for podcast number 129 and uh, there'll be links to where you can get everything or it might be one level of indirection away from where you can get it but more or less in the general vicinity of where those links go um, then I played uh, what did I say I played East Coast by uh, a little orchestra and uh, Gordon McIntyre from Ball Boy uh, and that's from uh, what that says that's not correct is it what was the EP called Josephina. Uh, then I played the Ramasco Mackie Mackie Rocking Horse from the album Squawk with an exclamation mark, obviously Danger Ginger, and then Mad Nurse and Violent Dreams, and that's from the Rip EP. Then I played Zed Penguin in the Letters, and that's from the Beer vs. Records uh, four pack of beer, obviously. Then I played Statesboro Blues, sorry, Statesboro Blues by Blind Willie McTell from 1928. You can download it for free if you follow the links uh, to whatever I put up on there. But like I say, it's from a record store, day re- record store day release, which you may or may not still be able to get in your local independent record store. Um, uh, complete with recorded works in chronological order, volume one. Then I played, um, well, that, that was the last track I just played. I played Lordy uh, by Lowe. Um, from 2004 absolutely wonderful I love it anyway thank you very much for listening to the podcast I hope you enjoyed it you know I mean, if you didn't uh, don't feel compelled to tweet at me or something to tell me that you didn't but uh, if you do want to tweet at me next time like I say you can even I message me at podcast at Edinburgh man uh, what did I say podcast at edinburghman.com that's the email address if you want to get in touch for some if whatever reason you want to get in touch for the podcast if you go to edinburghman.com and there's a link there and it's podcast at edinburghman.com that's me you can send me a message and uh, you know I may just uh, I, mean, I was going to say I may ignore it but uh, I'll try, I would try not to um, yeah I'm rambling aren't I um, I'll see you next time uh, how do I uh, so long since I've done the podcast on this thing I'm not entirely sure how to stop it hopefully it's this button right here <laughs>